25,000 people. We need a vote. We pay the 9%. Support heresy. Support the 9%. Welcome to Forest FM, episode 89. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bill Springer. This week's a special episode. We're taking the pulse on the subject of topical interest in Ireland. We're bringing you straight into the action of the Irish Hairdressing Council protest march against the Irish government's announced tax increase in hairdressing. As usual, though, we'll top everything off with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars and announcements. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salons, business, and marketing needs. So. Zoe, this week for you, I suppose, as a bit of an outsider, being over kind of Eastern time, we have a bit of an uproar going on here at the moment. As we all know, Forest fully supports the salon industry, which is why we're going to cover this topic. We're well aware we've a global audience spanning from US across Europe to Australia. But this week, we wanted to focus on one market in particular, and it's the Irish hairdressing industry. So we hope that all of our listeners can kind of get on board with us here. On Tuesday, the 9th of October this month, the Minister for Finance in Ireland announced that the VAT rate for hairdressing services was going to be going up to 13.5% from 9%. Last week, our very own Ronan Percival, the Forest CEO, wrote an open letter titled VAT increases highlight Irish government's lack of understanding of hair sector. So today, I know it's a Tuesday, we usually do this on the Monday, but today on the 23rd of October, at 1.30, the Irish Hairdressing Council held an industry call to action at the Dáil, which is essentially the Assembly, or better known as the Parliament of Ireland, to protest this increase. It was cold, it was windy, and it was a great turnout today. And Killian, I know you've had the chance to chat with people from the Hairdressing Council of Ireland who were organising this march, Bridget Heron, Sean Taff. Let's hear what they had to say before we jump in and discuss this further. Richard Hearn, President of the Hairdressing Council of Ireland, and I come up from County Fair today. Um, so we're here protesting outside uh, Leinster House, and we just want to have our voice heard um, within the industry that we're all outside here protesting, that we think it's very unfair that the um, uh, 9% VAT uh, jumped up to 13.5%. Uh, it's for the hospitality industry, we are involved in that, but there is 35 million that is actually put towards uh, tourism but it actually hasn't included the hairdressers we're not getting one cent of that so we want to know what strategy they're going to put in place um, by the government to help us to move forward as an industry like it's very unfair they did say they would jump from 9 to 11 but they put it right up and this is going to cause like massive increase in job loss come January when the minimum wage goes up and our PRSI so what we really want to do is shout out to them today and let them know we're not happy as an industry that this has happened. Hi there, uh, Sean Taff, Vice President of the Hairdressing Council of Ireland and uh, I've travelled up from uh, Killarney and County Kerry today. That's a good um, five, six hours, isn't it? <laughs> it's a, it's a, well, it's, a good, it's nearly four. Um, I guess the points that I want to make is, um, you know, it's not just an immediate issue. Uh, we all know that, you know, the increase is going to drive clients into the black economy, into hairdressers' kitchens rather than actually into our salons. But what's actually more worrying is the fact that salons will not be taking on trainees now as a result of it. And if you don't have trainees coming into our industry, what happens? 
the industry dies. We're already in crisis at the moment. We don't have enough pe young people coming into the industry, number one, or staying in, in, in the industry, number two. Then take to add to it that uh, uh, the salons are not gonna be taking on new trainees, then we're in serious, serious trouble. And it, you know, it's not just uh, a 12-month a approach. This is, this, if this goes ahead, it's gonna have a knock-on effect for the next five, possibly 10 years. Uh, and that, that's basically my, 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 my point. Thank you so much, Killian, for being there and gathering all those snippets and those interviews. Now that everyone is back from the protest, you're joined with Declan and Lisa in the studio. Declan, Lisa, you've, well, you both work for Forrest, but you have also worked in the industry behind the chair yourselves. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks. Thanks, hey. Declan, for listeners outside of Ireland, what is VAT? What is going on essentially here? VAT in Ireland would be the equivalent of sales tax in the US. We have a tax on our services and on our products. So currently in Ireland, VAT or sales tax on products is 23%. And on services in the hair industry, it stands at 9%. So the government has proposed a 4.5% increase, which will take it up to 13.5%. It's quite a significant rise. And that's really what's happening um, at today's protest. So I know in the opener we're saying it's pretty much gone up 50%, but when when you strip it back, it's 9% moving up to 13.5%, which is what, 4.5%. Like, Lisa, what is this 4.5%? What is the impact of this? The impact of the 4.5% um, VAT increase will result in salons probably having to um, hire their prices. It also comes into play when the minimum wage has gone up and PRSI has gone up. So it's not actually just an increase in VAT we're talking about here. You're saying pure SI and minimum wage, minimum wage, which is going to have an effect on new staff coming in. New staff coming in and the apprentices being attracted to the industry. It will also come into play in January, which is historically a quiet month for salons. So that might encourage uh, clients to question their loyalty and go for more competitive rates. So then what are exactly the knock-on effects from this? Like, how are salons going to be able to combat this? Well, some smaller businesses will probably have to have a very, very serious conversation with their accountant. Um, a lot of, you know, profit margins are very, very tight for a lot of smaller businesses. So how do they absorb the cost? Um, that may result in letting a staff member go. Or as Lisa said, they'll have to increase their prices. Um, if you've got a client who visits quite regularly and has a good average spend, if their prices are increased, it might stop them from having as many services or spending so much in the salon as well. So it does have a really big knock-on effect for smaller, smaller business. And I suppose you could say then, like you were saying, you're going to have to increase your prices. You've kind of worked it out. Your prices are probably going to have to go up about 5%. But the only real alternative here is if you don't increase your prices, it's coming out of your pocket then, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. So something I just kind of wanted to come back to there, we've talked about the increase in minimum wage, the increase in VAT. Are there any other threats here for salons? And I suppose more specifically for smaller independent salons? Well, like I think one of the biggest threats that we haven't discussed is the black market. If prices go up, that could see client numbers dropping. And for hairstylists that are on commission, it might encourage them to do more hair at home. I think um, the black market in Ireland is a very real threat to a lot of legitimate salons. So Declan, I've been hearing through the branches that there's somewhat of an assumption that we're back to pre-recession times in Ireland. Have you heard anything about that at all? 
Yeah, there's been quite a bit in the media about that. Again, because hairdressing has been put in with tourism, there's the assumption is there that restaurants and hair salons are back to 100% occupancy. Um, and it's really just not the case. I mean, maybe for, say, city centre salons or salons that are in the capital, that might be the case. But where this will really, really affect salons and small businesses is businesses that are in smaller, more rural areas. Um, so I don't think it's fair to say that we're back to pre-recession times. The VAT decrease initially was to um, stimulate the hair industry. And right now, it's just it's not back to where it was 10 years ago. So you guys were at the march today. What's next in terms of this whole matter? Um, well, a letter was submitted today at um, Leinster House. So petition has been signed as well. So next steps really is obviously support. Uh, Forest will continue to support um all of our clients here where it affects it and we'll keep everybody up to date if we hear any more. Well, thanks very much to Lisa and Declan for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. No worries at all. So as the story is in development, um, there's still more to come out of this. But for anyone listening to the show, here are some snippets that we got from the protest outside the doll today. We need to make sure we all stand together. We're all united. I think the 9% flash was a huge thing to us before the recession kicked in and like now there's gone up to 13.5%. What are we going to do about it? We have to stand up to these people. Our job is in January when in the minimum wage goes up again. What's going to happen? We're going to have to go back to our salons and it's going to be job losses for people. We need to stand up and be united as one. So I'd just like to thank you all very much for coming out today and for supporting us. The, the black economy is a huge, huge concern of ours, and we won't have any hairdressers left in the industry. They'll be all working on the black economy, so it'll be a loss of income for salons, and it would also be a big, big loss to the government, too, because they would have lots of revenue. So be supportive and help us retain the 9% back. The one thing that's lacking in government at present. And I'm not here to make a political speech, but he'll know I'm telling the truth when I tell you this. There is one thing lacking in government, and that is people in government, in power, who have a knowledge and understanding of what it means to run a small business. I believe that to know what politics is about, you have to know what business is about. And the reason why I like dealing with people is the problems that every business person has. I have those problems myself every day of the week. Because when you're employing people and when you're paying tax and being a, a revenue collector for the government, you know what it's like to run a small business and keep the door open. I know how hurtful this is to each and every one of you. If you're operating on a margin of 5% or 6%, to have this imposition of tax on you, it could literally mean the difference between keep your door open or do your door closed. Over 30 years ago, we had a couple of thousand people here organising this walk. And it was fantastic. And the VAT was cut down from 23% down to 13.5%. Now it had been different rates. There would be 9%, 13.5% and 23%. But my, my attitude uh, towards VAT uh, 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 is this. That there should be no threshold in hairdressing at all. The 37,500 should be abolished. And we should be paying only 5% our 7% maximum for barbering and hairdressing across the board. In Europe, in Sweden and Finland, in all these places, 
where you pay 40,000 40 euro for a haircut for a man and maybe 100 for a woman, it's only 7% fat in Europe. So either we're in Europe or we're out of Europe. Okay? Right guys, Sean Taft, Vice President of the Hairdressing Council. Just a couple of uh, uh, last uh, points there before we, before we close. Um, we all know that the VAT rate is going to stop job uh, growth uh, in the industry. Um, salons are not going to be taking on new apprentices. We know this is a crisis at the moment because we haven't got young people going into our industry and those that are going are not staying. If the VAT rate goes up, it's going to drive clients into the black economy, into the kitchen chairs where we don't want to see them. Um, the, the increase in the minimum wage is also going to hit us and the VAT rate on top of that is, is going to compound it. 35 million euro first rate to the hospitality industry. What's the hairdressing industry getting? Absolutely nothing. Retain the 9%. Thank you. Retain the 9%. So this brings us on, I suppose, to our second part of the show, which is the webinars, announcements, and all of what you're used to for the end of our episodes. And um, the trade show season in the EU has now come to an end, at least for us. Uh, however, you can catch us next in LA, November 4th to the 6th. We'll be attending Modern Salon's Digital Summit as we're platinum sponsors of the event. And it's shaping up to be a really exciting few days. It promises like hands-on training, social media, any other digital platforms as well. Uh, everything to take your beauty career and business to the next level. In fact, we're going to have a few sessions, uh, advanced education. Um, Chris Brennan, who you'd know from the Forest Academy webinars and all the 30 Days to Grow Retail Week videos, he's going to be hosting a talk on the four keys to controlling your digital reputation on the main stage on Sunday, November 4th. Then myself, I'll actually be hosting a panel discussion uh, about Instagram and your brand, how it's not just business, but it's also personal. And on this panel, we'll have Christina Credle, Cosmoprov Beauty Artistic Team Member. We'll also have Natalie Booz of the Business of Balayage. And Christopher Smith is also going to join us as a Lanza healing artist and also modern salon artist. Also at this event, you can catch Ronan Percival, our CEO, and Paddy Monaghan, our product director, on a free event to take your Instagram to the next level. It is a session on tools that we have developed in Forest to help stylists and salons build their following, boost their presence, and improve their engagement rate on Instagram. So if you are attending the Salon Digital Summit, make sure you register for our free session. We'll have the link in the, the episode's notes. Otherwise, you can still catch us in January in Dublin for our very own Salon Owners Summit, and that will be on Monday, January 7th. We have loads of announced speakers already, loads of workshops announced. You can all catch that info on the Forest blog. For anyone interested in knowing more about this whole developing story about the VAT increase in Ireland, we'll definitely keep you posted on what's coming up next. If you have any feedback, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or on Stitcher. We're always looking for suggestions on how to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. <laughs>